Do you want to hear the greatest story? Yeah, I do. Oh my god, Bon Jovi sound checking. We got to see this. But then we hear um, the guy whistling into a microphone. Yeah, it was John, and he goes, "The kids can stay." We're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> nice. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. It was a small theatre, and we went upstairs, and there was a photo of Dire Straits, who mm. did their very first rock blast there in 1982, oh, wow. which was just so cool. Yeah. So these bikies got in touch with us, give us 500 bucks so you don't get your singer back. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. This is an interview style podcast where I talk with musicians, performers and sometimes wrestlers. I am your host, the Sizz Dog. Thanks for joining me. It is, uh, man, it's, it's meant to be spring, but Melbourne doesn't want to make up its mind right now. It's hot, it's cold, it's rainy, it's, it's just blurry times in Melbourne right now. But what are you going to do? Can't do much about the weather, man. Except move away from it if you're that lucky. So if you've got the coin, I would suggest moving out of Melbourne right now because it sucks. No, don't do that. We've got the music. We've got the vibe down here in Melbourne town. Hey, this week on the pod, I caught up with Ben Anderson and Matt Dynan, guitar players, for a blaze. The boys shared some great stories from their time in the band and... Uh, also, a very interesting tale of how one of the former members found out that they were no longer required in the band, but the person who informed them was quite a surprise, but you'll have to uh, keep on listening to find out who the, who, the, who the hell that was, who let the cat out of the bag. Art of Turing is brought to you every single Friday. You can listen to Art of Turing on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device or on Spotify. And remember, Art of Touring is part of the A Lot of Green podcast network. Uh, you can check out all their other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. Um, hey, guys, girls, tell friends about this podcast. Tell, um, you know, the bloke that you met at the pub about this podcast. Tell your bandmates about the podcast, maybe. <laughs> tell everyone about the podcast because, you know, it's free. It's a good yarn every Friday. You know, you, old Sis Dog over here in Siriani Studios, We put I put this out every week, um, you know, solo. So it'd be great if we could, you know, bring the family in, make the Art of Touring brethren bigger and better. So please come on back. Uh, there is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with the Kidless, it might be a good idea to throw on the wrestling. It's pretty PG these days. And then once they're dropped off at their uh, karate lessons, uh, throw Art of Turing back on. Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Episode 73 of The Art of Turing is brought to you this week by... Um, uh, w- w- Wayne Stark. Uh, Wayne Stark. Uh, it's going to be in Chicago. Uh, you can see um, uh, oh, Aerosmith and Pearl Jam. Um, who else? Uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, Van Halen. Van Halen will be there. Um, an old man uh, fashioning a kayak out of a log of wood. Uh, what? No, no. Um, I mean, uh, Crucial Taunt. Crucial Taunt is going to be there. Don't miss the event of the summer. Uh, it's... Um it's a festival. Festival? The festival. You heard the man. It's charming. What's it called? What's it called? It's called, um, uh, it's called, uh, Wainstock. It's called Wainstock. Wainstock. <laughs> Who's going to be at Wainstock? 
Um, uh... Aerosmith and Pearl Jam. <laughs> Who else? Um, uh, me. And, and, and Wayne. And... And, uh... Van Halen. Wow, Van Halen, who else? Yeah, who else? Uh, an old man fashioning a kayak out of a log. What? No, uh, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor's gonna be there. Ah. Rip Taylor? He's ah. a god in my country. He can't walk the streets without getting mobbed. Oh, that's great, because he's gonna be there. So, and, uh, I thought maybe you could play too? I would be honored. I wouldn't commit, just yet. You've got some real gigs coming up, real gigs. Of real gigs? Well, uh, Ixnay on the condescension there, Chet. Yeah. Just so you know, Art of Turing is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can just Google Art of Turing and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Now, before we hear my interview with the boys from Ablaze, I'd like to share with you a track of theirs. This one's called Bar Fight Blues. Check it out. Nowhere to run, no way to live. Fast fucking times is on news. He flipped the table. There you go, there's just a taste, no pun intended there, boys, of Bar Fight Blues by Ablaze. Now let's hear my conversation with Ben and Matt from Ablaze, and I'll see you on the other side. Check them out. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Art of Turing podcast. We're here in Siriani Studios in Glorious Epping, and sitting across from me are the, two of the boys from Ablaze, Matt Dynan and Ben Anderson, guitar players extraordinaires. How are you, boys? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, thanks for having us. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little cold today, but I've got the heater on, so we should be right. And we have some beers. So it's hot, cold. <laughs> it's all over the shop. Perfect. And the more beer, all right, the less we feel the cold. So, exactly. <laughs> so you're starting to shiver. That's a good point, Matt. I love it. Um, well, uh, we will, we'll start with you, Matt, uh, on guitar there. Well, we're both on guitar. Matt, where are you from, mate? Where did you grow up? Um, funnily enough, just down the road in um, Diamond Creek. So, Dymo well, boy. Yep. There you go. I made it a full 28 years without being stabbed, so I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> Come um, on, Diamond Creek's a safe environment. What are we talking about? It's not like you grew up in <laughs> Coburg. <is that> right? <laughs> if it was halfway there. Yeah. Co- Coburg would have been getting shot or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something yeah. worse. Um, yeah, so just down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then how long... Just yeah. Like, did you move out at some point? No. Nope. Or you, you decided nope. to stay? <laughs> still, still living there. Oh, you, you're still with your folks? Still with my folks. Still oh, with my look folks. at you. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, you know, 
housing bubble and all. Yeah, but- no doubt. <laughs> no, dude, I mean, I'm, I, I was living with my folks till I was 27, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's going to... I mean, I'm... I'm Coming from a, a Italian background, it's very common um, mm. for for um, lads and ladies to to stay with their folks for quite a while. But I mean, now in 2019, yeah. with yeah, like all the prices of stuff, yeah. you might just save up as long as you can, and yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Just that's like put a, put a dent in the savings, and then yeah. you know, um, find something good eventually. There you but go. Yeah. So Diamond Creek, and um, where'd you go to school? Um, so I started off at Xavier, mm-hmm. uh, and I was there until year 11. Um, then the travel got too much, and I actually moved to Loyola, where I met Ben over here, mm-hmm. and also met Dan. Huh. Um, and uh, funnily enough, I met him all in music class. So there you go. Yeah, it's the origin of a blaze right the there. Three for you. boys there yeah. talking shit. Because there's two Dan's <laughs> in the band, isn't there? There is. There the is. Drummer's Dan as well. Yep. Yeah. Too many yep. D's. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Dan, Danny, Dave, Dinan, and Dickhead. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and so, as a young lad, um, were you always playing guitar? Like, when did you pick it up? I picked it up in year seven. Okay. Um, so, it was... Uh, I was hanging out with a bunch of mates, and they were really big into their... It was, uh, when American Idiot came out, so they were very big into their Green Day and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And they, they picked one up, and they were always leaving class. Yep. So I was like, hey, fuck, I want to leave class and play guitar as well. Right. So I um, went to my parents, hey, I want to start playing guitar. And they're like, sure thing, done. My dad played a little bit of classical. He's like, oh, so you're going to start playing classical? I was like, okay. So I did, I reckon, a term of classical. Sure. And then my classical teacher was like, so what are you into? I'm like, rock. He's like, all right, come with me. Move teachers to someone who taught like rock and roll guitar. And yeah, just from there on out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So this was year seven. Year seven. Yeah, right on. And um, did you form a band with those guys that you just mentioned? Oh, I have a vague memory of us trying because we had um, about five guitarists, all right? Yes. And a drummer. Okay. <laughs> so Interesting combo. Um, trying to look, well, we, we never actually got that far. We just made it to the planning stage. We were looking around trying to find a bassist. Yeah. And, um, you the know, trick there is you sing. just pick the two worst guitarists. Or well, the worst guitarist <laughs> becomes the bassist. <laughs> <laughs> this is back in the day. You know what? I, I just didn't want to put someone through going home to their parents and looking them in the eyes and saying, can you buy me a bass? <laughs> <laughs> I've been demoted. <laughs> Gotta play both. Uh, oh man! Um, but yeah, so so no band start up there, um, but a lot of jamming. You know, just jamming just, with those yeah, guys. Yeah, hanging nice. out and you know just as you know, we'd all learn a song. We'd all you know play around and you know. Yeah, just jam out really. You so know. was was there much of a music program? Like, were you part of like any of the ensembles or anything like that in the high school? No, never really. In, in high school, I did as little as possible. Okay, okay. yeah. So my my favorite thing to do was just kind of sounds makes it sound like a dropkick, but just hang out, <laughs> hang out and play sport. Really, yeah. Okay, um, bit of a sp- sporty kid. Yeah, just yeah. like when I wasn't look. The, the general program was recess. We'd play guitar. And yeah. at lunch we'd play soccer. So right, um, okay. And occasionally eat. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that that so was. So you're one of the kids that brought their food to class. Like, sir, I didn't get to eat. Can I eat this in class? Mm-hmm. I generally just hammer it down before the bell. <laughs> oh, right, All right. Okay. So be, be sitting in class like. Yeah. Food coma because yeah. I just you know put away like two sandwiches and you know and yeah, the, yeah. Just, most of the time was just very last minute. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. I think between me and Dine are the are the eaters in the band. We can polish away just about 
anything. Yeah. <laughs> no right. time flat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice one. And so then eventually you um you went to another school. Yep, moved to Loyola. Yes. Um then that's when I met these guys. Um I actually First time I sat down in music class, first conversation I ever had with Dan, uh, a mate of ours, James, all right, has these just immaculate eyebrows. Okay. All right? And we were just, you know, hanging out, and Dan was giving him shit about plucking his eyebrows. And this is the first time I'd ever met either of them, right? And first thing Dan ever said to me, I might have, actually, I might have met him at recess, but I don't remember this part. But he first, he looks over at me and he goes, hey, does this bloke look like he picks, uh, plucks his eyebrows? I'm like, wait, do, do you actually? And he's... <laughs> His name's James, and he's like, no, I fucking don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we proceeded to bag the shit out of him for about 10 minutes. And so Um, you formed a friendship over old mate because he he had weird eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, no, they're immaculate. Like, girls would murder these eyebrows. They were actually very nice eyebrows. And he wouldn't pluck them. They just were really, really good. That's just the way they were. Wow. And, um... Yeah, so that's how I met Dan. I'm, that's, that's the tall poppy syndrome for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There you go. I actually remember when I met you. Probably around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, been, right. It's been repressed. <laughs> In music class. Yeah. 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 All right, well, we'll, um, we'll, we'll swap over now to Ben. Ben, where are you from, mate? Where did you grow up? I am just about as close in Watsonia. Oh, Watsonia, and, and, nice. And I've been there the entire time as well, still living at home. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, nice. Any musicians in your family? Yes, actually. My dad um, is a sax player. Okay. um, He grew up um, playing sax since... Oh, no, he played piano first and then uh, then moved to sax. Um, And he uh, was in a couple of big bands and played... um, at all these dance nights and things like that at Hawthorne Town Hall. And I think he played with... um, who did he play? He played with, I think, he played with Wilbur at one point. Oh, while. nice, yeah. And, um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember the other, like, great sax player. Um, he grew up with him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, like, he, music wasn't ne- ever necessarily, like, his his bread and butter specifically. He, he really enjoyed it. Like, he drove the PA around and stuff like that to, to shows and, sure, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was always good fun. I was going to say, just so you know, nothing's changed. Ben still drives the van everywhere <laughs> yeah, for right. us it's as well. Yeah, right. It's family tradition, yeah. hey? Yeah. I, I pinched Dad's work van to load yeah. all the guys <laughs> and, and all the gear into the car. So, I take all the tools out, load all the gear in. Well, I mean, I. I mean, usually it's at least me and one at least one of the other guys. Yeah. But yeah. that, uh, yeah, so Dad's van goes all over the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Very familiar. He's not even in, the va- in, in a band, and we're still clocking up K's for tours. So. Yeah, um, oh, but you know, uh, so I think um, he was definitely uh, one to inspire me and and push me to uh, towards music um, as yeah. a kid. Um, he was huge on his you know R like classic R and B sort of like Blues Brothers sort of R and B. Yes, uh, not not the uh, modern R and B. As you would imagine, no. um, uh, but yeah. So he, um, yeah. So he, he was kind of the reason I got into music in the first place. Um, right. So I started off in very early before I was. Oh, I probably in when I started kinder, I was playing um, piano uh, with uh, like one of the Yamaha sort of early sort of uh, keyboard. Play. I don't even remember much of it personally. Yeah, right, um, right. It was a very long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I did that and then I was playing keyboard all the way through till I think about grade five or six okay. when I was like, oh, I really want to play saxophone like dad. Oh, yes. So I picked up sax and um, he was t- he taught me um, 
and he's got a couple of really really nice saxes he's got like a uh, for anyone that's a sax like that that's listen if anyone was listening to the podcast it's really big on saxes um he has like a selma mark four from way back and it's an absolute gorgeous instrument mm-hmm. instrument um but yeah so um yeah so uh yeah i was i was learning sax from then and then yeah. it wasn't until kind of halfway through high school when i picked up guitar ah. so um, what made you make the switch well, actually, it was kind of interesting. I think, um, like, so I was, in terms of, like, the music that I enjoyed um, saxophone-wise and stuff like that, it was the same sort of stuff that Dad listened to and some of the other some other bits and pieces. But mm. then I think, um, I think like, a lot of people, um, they discovered some amazing music through video games. So, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I think, is the, yes. fir- is the first time I heard I, something like, I think, and it was, I think, my f- introduction to rock and roll, like, proper, like, where I was, like, what's that um was like tnt um and as like part of the soundtrack to that and like i had a mate that like was super into into rock music like like and that was uh, this this would have been in like grade five and six anyway so like i was still playing interested in sax i didn't even think about playing guitar at the time but that was when i got into rock and roll ah gotcha um but yeah from then on yeah i was playing i played in all like the high school bands and stuff like that in high school so i went in because i'd already been learning an instrument for a little while yeah i went into some of the more advanced bands straight away rather than kind of starting with um a lot of the other people in year seven when they were doing um like the kind of junior bands yeah no i can then, um i can understand that because like whenever we have a player at school and they they come into year seven and they can already play we're like sweet you're not in the year seven band you're an intermediate band already yeah. or if they're good enough stage band or whatever yeah we'll yeah. just upgrade them straight up you yeah. Know? yeah so i mean yeah all so all the way through high school i was in the bands playing sax yes no, the only band that i actually played in um on guitar throughout high school was a like an improv band so like and we, we played like like jazz and funk sort of stuff yes. and it was like it was possibly like the, it was like the 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 peak sort of of the bands but wasn't like the big like symphonic or big band that we had so they were the two big bands and like they were like the you know sit like you know year nine through 12 sort of playing those bands but that this was kind of a smaller group for like the the i don't, I don't want to say best of the best but the people that were interested and were good yes would be involved in that. that that's right be, don't be modest <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like and and i'd only been playing guitar since year nine the only reason i picked up guitar was because my brother got given a guitar for his birth uh, birthday or something like that and i was like and he didn't want to play it after about six months so i picked it up and i was like and just started yeah, to enjoy it and, and like I, and because i was listening to rock music and the, you know, yeah although sax is plenty in plenty of rocks rock songs stuff like that i mean i learned like you know solos from bad to the bone and you know, and like and and like so some um, some great sax solos and stuff like that that I was really keen on. Sure. But then, um, but all the stuff that I started getting really into was like the rock music, and then like I, I started listening to uh, some people like Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and those kind of big and yeah Paul oh, Gilbert and those like the virtuoso like, type yeah, yeah, characters like the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the solo guitarists that were huge at the time like late 90s where like they had humongous 20 plus year long careers and they mm-hmm. were kind of not necessarily at the peak of their sort of fame specifically but like they'd established themselves well and truly with such a humongous amount of music that there was so much I could delve into yeah. and get inspired by so for me I think and I just I immediately when I started playing guitar, I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to sweep pick. And I'm like, hmm, this, this is a long road. Yeah, man. <laughs> and my classical guitar teacher uh, was like, um, 
we, we can work towards that, but... Yes, it's a great goal, <laughs> yeah. but let's baby steps, yeah. I think. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, but yeah, so like I was playing I, I was playing sax in the those main bands and I was playing yeah. guitar in that um, that last little, um, the, the more unique one. Mm. And Was there any bands like outside of the ensemble program? No, not really. I think, no? yeah, because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think... Uh, I was I was pretty bu- busy with all of those. I didn't really think about trying to form any sort of individual band. I think the sure. first time I ever played in a rock band scenario sort of thing was maybe for like our year 12 sort of um, talent quest sort of thing. Like they yes. did like a, a thing on like the open day. Not the open day, like, like one of the, the big fe- like... Um, uh, was it like what do you call them? Oh, like the it's like like a celebration day yes, kind yeah. of thing, you know. Oh, like yeah, every yeah, now yeah. and again, they're like, you know, I'm not doing any schoolwork today. We're gonna have a sports carnival. We're gonna, you yes. know, have a sh- like a big assembly with a bunch of shows. Uh, it was yeah. Loyola, so probably a mass. Yeah, um, yeah. We have one called Saint Monica's Day where I work, yeah. Yeah. and we yeah. have a mass at the start of the day, and then the end of the day we have like carnival rides. And the, all the kids in the bands play like yeah. I organise the, yeah, the music and yeah. exactly so, the same. So same like for, thing. yeah, for us it was Saint Ignatius Day for, there you for go. Like, Saint Ignatius Day. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> the, the usual sort of like Catholic, like semi-private Catholic school mm-hmm. thingo. Um, but yeah, so and, and me what was, that, did, was that did that little band have a name or it was literally no, just no, no, it was just like we we wanted to play event. a cover of um, Killing in the Name of. As you do, um, we got told we weren't allowed to, so yeah, no we played. Shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you imagine playing that in a fucking Catholic school? <laughs> I think they thought we were going to start a riot. I, 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 I don't think that people get that excited over over it. But I mean, <laughs> I remember I I was doing covers in my early twenties um, in a at a pool hall called Ricochet just in Bandura. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the venue, yeah. and uh, is we that played what Bar Eight is now. Yeah, Bar Eight. Yeah, Bar Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. changed its name to Bar yeah. Eight. And we played um, Killing in the Name um, by Rage Against the Machine once. And then the publican said, yeah, you don't play that again. And we were like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't want fights breaking out because of that song. It's too aggressive. <laughs> we were like, oh, bummer. Because it's so much fun to play and we'd learnt yeah. it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, um, well, that, that's what happens. Like We learnt it and they told us we weren't allowed to play it. So instead we played Wake Up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and then at the end of it, we played like, you know, the like... Uh, a one, once through the riff of killing the name of and like they like we saw teachers get out of their seats about ready to fucking like, <laughs> stop you're not playing that song <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed that teachers knew the riff <laughs> yeah right it wasn't the know. entire crowd believe me but it was, it was, it was a couple of people that had said we weren't allowed to play it that obviously knew what was what was happening and they were course, they, yeah. they, they, they were concerned to yeah, say the least yeah. um but yeah, so um, but I also I also met Dan um, playing saxophone, which I, I failed to mention. Oh, not I didn't meet him because of we played saxophone together, but um, we yeah. were both involved in the music department and stuff like that. So he's now the drummer in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he played drums in that same uh, on Saint Ignatius Day. He did, he did. Hey. Yeah, I think that was his. Well, I think first. Oh no, no. So we played in a couple of other bits and pieces, but that that was kind of like yeah, our debut. The catalyst rock, rock sort of anything yeah <laughs> nice but, one. um but yeah other than that um but you know I've, I've known dan since probably year i think it was year eight or nine yeah um okay cool yeah um and, and so yeah we've always ben... been involved in the in those music bands he played sax as well right so both okay. of us were both of us were sax players he played tenor i was playing alto and yeah and then yeah 
And then yeah. old mate comes to school. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you start a band to get together. Yeah. Or you just uh, met. No, so, no, this, we didn't start the band until afterwards. after high school. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, tell us about that. Well, we were at the Lion Bar, Sinking Beers, uh, and we were looking at the cover band, all right, and we were like, I reckon they get paid a fair bit of money. Sure. I reckon we could also do that, all yeah. right? So, we got together, all right, and we put out a bunch of covers to learn, all right? And I reckon we made it through about half of a song. We were also very, (laughs) very ambitious with some of the covers, considering, like, we... I think me and Dan were both very interested in some of those solo guitarists sort of things, and we were looking at, like, there was a couple of, like, Paul Gilbert songs, and I, like... You know, I was like, oh, yeah, we could, we could learn that. I'll just play another solo. I'm not going to play his solo. That's not going to happen. But even then, like, it, it was so overambitious. Some of the songs oh, were like, yeah. we may need to rein it back a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You really understand so, the concept of a cover band. Hmm. You need to play Summer of 69. You can't play <laughs> yeah, that's deep cuts because people aren't going to be into it. No, exactly. That's it. Um, but, yeah, so about uh, halfway through the first song, we're like... We're going to write some of our own music. And we did. We, we uh, had another guy from high school singing at the time who was a trumpet player, not a singer. Yep. Um, so we, we kind of wrote a couple of, you know, lyrics. And we're like, hey, these are lyrics, all right? And Ben had a riff um, that he'd kind of made up. Sure. And that, that was the makings of Till I'm Down, which is the first song we've ever written. It's on our... Ooh, the plug. It's on our, um, our Two's Up that we released a couple of years yeah, It was like back. a mini EP and DVD like, yeah. thing, which had a like a... a Two songs know. of yes. the original yeah. ones that we kind of wrote that hadn't really been recorded anywhere, but yeah. we still liked. We wanted to, you know... Um, we wanted to have them down sure, some, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. Posterity, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, to be honest, it was almost more for us than it was for everyone else. We wanted yeah. to, to record these songs so that we had them as part of our If we ever want to listen to it, it's on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. Um, but yeah, Till I'm Down was the first one we ever wrote. Um, and then from there, I think we wrote about another five five or so songs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, went through a couple of singers, and then What was the first name of that. the band back then? Fighting the Storm. Fighting the Storm. Yeah. yeah. Ah. And, and then it, it was, I think, it, it stayed Fighting the Storm for a little while, and then we were like, oh, is it too political? We thought we yeah. thought it sounded a little bit political. And sure. We, yeah. People would think, yeah. think of us as a political band. We're not like, political oh, at all. And, you know, it's such an oversight. I don't think anyone would have really thought that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just us being very, very, like... <laughs> Over-engineering, which yeah, hasn't yeah, fucking de- changed. Definitely, definitely, <laughs> yeah. De- definitely looking too much into it, which is, you know, it's, very it's stereotypical of us. It's a theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so when when did and so then you ch- did you change it to something else before it, Blaze? It did change. It also it changed to Edge. Edge as and well. And then and then we thought, well, hmm. And, and like these, we sat with Finding the Storm probably for about a year, I reckon. Yeah, it, well, or, it wasn't or, a very active year, by the way. Yeah. Like it was, it was very much because we. This is the first band we've ever started. Yes. Um. So all we did was practice pretty much. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, we ended up doing a, a five. Uh, yeah. No. No. So. We played a couple of gigs. We played a, a, a couple of like open mic things. One at like St Andrews. Um, no, St Andrews Pub. Nah, not while we were fighting the storm. No, nah, that nah. was that was back in the days of Edge. Because what happened? Edge? We we lost. We, a we definitely played a gig as Edge at some yeah. point. What what happened? We we lost our first singer because yes. he just wasn't interested. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we say lost. Um, this is this is a funny story. How <laughs> I, 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 will let, I will let Ben tell it. So um, he kind of just 
stopped coming to rehearsals and stuff like that. And and like he just wasn't he didn't seem that interested. Yeah. Um like he was a really good friend of ours and still is. Still yeah, is. Yeah. Um he lives in America, but I mean that's but when he comes there. over we get yeah, good yeah. and drunk. We, we definitely catch up. <laughs> um yeah, absolutely no bl- bad blood in what whatever way. Mm. Um but yeah, so uh we had kind of like, well, he's not really interested. He doesn't want to be part of the band, and he, he wasn't he wasn't there like for most of the practices and stuff like that because we were just doing a lot of the writing stuff, and he wasn't all that invested in it anyway. And then I think uh, my mum had had kind of cottoned on to the fact that he hadn't been rocking up to many practices or anything right. like that. Yeah, and she's like, oh, is he is he still in the band? He's like, oh no, and no, I think I, I think I think we've uh, we kind of decided he's not really going to be part of it anymore. And guess who broke the news to him? Oh, wait, no, hang on. The, the, the best part of the story is that we'd organised an impromptu band practice and back when we were in high school, we just, or at the end of high school, we'd just first got our cars, right? Um, so we'd just rock up to each other's houses without any notice. So we've got the band practice kind of going and he rocks up and we're like, hey. And then, yeah, well, yeah. in front of all of us... <laughs> no. <laughs> Gabby, who's Ben's mum, just kind of blurts out. She's like, "Hey, Julian, are you in the band?" He's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, Ben didn't. Ben said you weren't." <laughs> <laughs> the mum broke the news to the band member that he was gone. Yeah. Oh, and what did old mate say? But to, um, to be fair, he wasn't really that cut at all. No, I think he he, he kind of knew that it wasn't the case. Okay. I think, um, or like. He she, just it, did, she didn't know what she was saying. She didn't know that he she didn't was, know at all. Ah, uh, it was really um, innocent. Like, what are you doing here? I thought yeah. you were out of the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. The mum yeah, breaks uh, the news. Yeah. That so, said, so, though, he did leave, leave without saying goodbye to most of us. <laughs> he might have been a little salty. We were salty. busy practising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But we're still good friends with him. Still, still good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks back yeah. and goes, that was classic. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee. I mean, I hope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever discussed it. I haven't. Way too awkward. Far <laughs> out, man. Well, it's on record now, so you can tag him in the post and say, hey, no, no hard feelings, mate. But is, it was pretty it, funny. Yeah. Is this how you yeah. remember it? Because it's how you remember it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I had to let you go. We're going to do it ourselves. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. I, 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 I would pretty much guarantee that that was kind of the case. I think we'd said that we were going to tell him, but we just never really got around to doing it. Yeah. yeah, and like you said, but if yeah. he's an absent member, how are you going to contact him? I mean, you could have, you know, called him. Yeah. And say, well, hey, we dude. saw him all the time. We would have seen him like at school. Well, no, it wasn't at school. We would yeah. have seen him sometime that week. Like we yeah, would have seen him right. at least a couple of times a week. Anyway, like anyway. we were all really close mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a trumpet player. Me, me, or oh, Dan went to primary school with him, and I've no, I knew him since year nine. Maybe yeah, even earlier. Right, right, yeah. So like yeah. he was, he was in all the bands that we were in at high school and stuff like that. So we were real close. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There's right. a, I think I've got a photo of me, Dan, and him when we were in... Actually, yeah, in year seven and at the end of year 12. And, like, my mum just kind of happened to put, like, find the two photos and give all three of us a, a framed copy of, like, those two photos. So, that's we're good fantastic. mates. We're definitely yeah. good mates. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. classic. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah. And so, um, and then eventually you guys uh, decide to... Uh, change the name to what it is now, and that's ablaze. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think there was definitely a whole bunch of shortlisted names, and I cannot remember at all. half of them. Well, yeah. yeah what, no. it, what is the meaning behind the ablaze? Um, it sounds cool. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. much that pretty was pretty much, much it. it. We were just kind of like, thought we, of it? I think I I I put together a list of of a whole bunch. I think we'd had like I think one of the other contenders was like 
Detour or, or something D- like that? Detour was on there. Um, that that was because we were driving back from somewhere, and Dan, it might have been Bathurst, and Dan's like, give me a sign, and the truck comes past and says, Detour. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be cool, but... Nah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blaze was just short, it was punchy, it's got a nice yeah. ring to it. It's good, man. And we, yeah. we were at that, pro- at that time where we were like, oh, fuck, we need to, we need to make sure that not everyone else has has the same rights which the yeah. issue the reason we changed it from edge in the first place was like we're just gonna get lost in the kind of the mix of the, the, well, the not, not the social media bit, like beast, but like the, and... the internet sort of like yeah. and stuff. So people look up edge what do you get you get um i, I think well you get the, the guitarist from u2 exactly. huge music sort of icon yeah, it's, it's already affiliated with something yeah. very, there's, very there's no chance that we would have any fighting chance with that initially exactly. and then not only that but then there's he other might sue us later there's, on there's like, other, that would be bad the, it would. The, the, the other and like maybe a more legal uh well, i suppose he could sue us maybe but that, that's yeah um i think it's it's more a nickname <laughs> he's not know. tom Does cruise it, i don't think he's got a tra- <laughs> i don't think he's got his name trademarked um, I could be wrong about that. He probably will, actually. <laughs> There's every chance he has. Yeah, However, <laughs> um, uh, Edge clothing was going to be an issue because oh, merchandising-wise, yeah. if we have you know Edge on our merchandise, is there? Yeah, bad idea. They oh, look. I mean, realistically, we were thinking so far ahead of maybe not not too not too far ahead that we shouldn't have been thinking about it, but so far ahead of where mm. we were at at the time. Yeah, that was, yeah. But I mean. I'm happy we changed it then and aren't changing it now when it becomes or when it does become an issue because I mean that's the kind of thing that breaks some bands. Like as soon as you lose your your name, yeah, like yeah. that can like destroy your fan base if they can't find you again or whatever exactly. happens to yeah, be the case. Yeah. And, no, that's a, yeah. that's a deal breaker. For but yeah, sure. so at that point, yeah, um, I think I happen to be studying like I was studying music um, as a degree out like following on from high school and. I was, I was at th- at this time. I think I was doing a whole bunch of music business stuff in my course. Yes, where they were talking about a lot of the the legalities of of this and and record deals and all the that kind of stuff. And I think I took a lot of that information and applied it to what we were doing and making sure that we were ready for whatever Perfect. it is that we were doing yeah. at the time. So I thought work on it now rather than later and 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 that kind of stuff. So when we changed it, then we we checked. You know, there was. I think a couple of bands in Europe. I think there was one in Germany called The Blaze. They didn't have a huge following or anything like that. Okay. And didn't look like they were still going even. Yeah. And there right. still pops up stuff. I mean, if you if you try and we register, actually, yeah, we actually got tagged. Someone was like, "You're playing this show in like Scandinavia or somewhere," like, <laughs> and we're like, "Wrong, a Blaze, buddy." Yeah. Another, <laughs> like, an- thank you. Another one recently, um, in South America somewhere, uh, someone tagged us or like asked us to co-host an event there it was, yes. and it was a blaze yeah. appearing on some sort of festival and yeah. we we're like that's not us so yeah. they are still kind of active then <laughs> so well no yeah. this is this is completely newer blaze it was a cover band Tell i think yeah and dan accidentally he's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah you've been invited to co-host an event and he kind of thought it was part of the the europe tour we're doing right um, and he's like and didn't check where it actually was yeah. um so so um he clicked yes and then looked at it and he's like oh shit it's in like you know, I don't even know. It was like yeah. maybe in Argentina or something. Somewhere, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Paraguay. T- tell you what a real pisser was. Um, we start getting tagged in a Facebook page um, of a political member. I think it, it might have been South Africa, right? right? And he was just using tags wrong, right? So it'd be like, um, <gasps> cars have been set, and then go at, at a, blaze. a blaze. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're, we're, 
<laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> really? Oh, That's fantastic. There was three or four of them. I'm looking this bloke up. I'm like, what kind of a name is Sen? I'm like, holy shit, he's a senator. <laughs> oh my gosh. He had no idea what he was doing. No, not at all. Not at all. That's wild. I was actually sending, because um, we were doing a gig a couple of weeks ago and I was sending the information about where we were going to be rehearsing for one or two of the rehearsals to one of the members of the band. It was at Studio 1B. Mm. And so I was doing it over Instagram and I was like, oh, we're going to go to um, Studio 1.B and I put mm. the at in front of it no, I didn't even put the at. I just put studio. And the, for some Sometimes reason, the it just, dot. It guesses. It just yeah. guesses. And I sent it off. And it wasn't Studio 1B at all. It was like a baby photography service. <laughs> and this little baby comes up. <laughs> and Fantastic. I instantly said, like, that's not it. Don't follow that link. <laughs> <laughs> it was super weird. Like yeah. yeah. this photos of babies. Yeah. Your, ba- your bandmate rocks up with a whole heap of pictures of his kids. It yeah. like, <laughs> wasn't completely useless. <laughs> oh, man. And so you go through a bunch of singers with the blaze before you get to Danny. Is yes. that correct? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. How, um, how did the relationship start with Danny? We found him on Melband, uh, actually. Yeah, good old Melband. Yeah, 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 back, yeah, back in nice. the day when that was a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. Um, I, I actually, I, well, I suppose it probably is. Yeah, it's still just going, another yeah. forum somewhere for people to, to find like-minded yeah. musos and stuff like that. And 100%, you see a whole yeah. lot of shit posting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of 50-year-old cover band guys that want to start a band. It's yeah. very hit and yeah. miss. Like, mm. when I left Smokestack last year, I, I did have a little look on Mel Bands to just see if anyone was doing anything cool, like looking for singers. And there was one that I was really keen on. It, it kind of sounded like Tool. I'm like, oh, I could sink, that, sink my teeth into that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and they just never got back to me. It's like it's so full mm. of time wasters. Like, why mm. put yourself out there if you don't actually want yeah. any? You uh, know? Look, a lot of the time as well. When when you're losing members, um, mm. it's really stressful. You know, oh, like, big time. very yeah. disheartening. Yeah. Um, so you know, they might be like, "All right, well, we've you know," because that's the thing. When, when we when we didn't have members, we were still really structured and practiced all the time and yeah. kept the wheels moving which I feel like a lot of people don't do they're like well we don't have a singer they stop What's practicing yeah. and it just fizzles and it just fizzles yeah, yeah. yeah. that's think, really important um, yeah. I think since we started the band pretty much well and I, I want to say almost every Sunday because over the last probably two years since we've been busy like mm. like busy as a band like doing a lot more gigs than we used to do and yeah. a lot more touring and a lot more kind of writing organized stuff where we maybe needed more time than a few hour session to to get together and jam and and yeah. just work on the material and, and and or just you know kind of stay fresh i think we played probably every sunday f- sunday night as a band for i don't know almost what six six years, years yeah seven religiously years. as well like yeah. that's a I, long time i mean like what do other people do with their sundays well that's so, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and like that was really good because that that was very much the foundation of um, you know now every well, not every Sunday anymore as he was saying but now yeah. we we have a meeting that Sunday's always free right yeah um, we we you know unless someone's got something specific on and they've sure. let us, you know let everyone know all right it's pretty much you rock up you plan and then if you know you play a bit and then yeah where yeah, you go it's it's a good structure. And so you've yeah. done a bit of touring as well um, in the time um, that the band has been active. Um, you've toured Australia um, quite a bit um, as well as... Well, have you done any international touring yet? No, no. no. So, so this um, is the first time Europe, you're going to be going Europe, to Europe. Yeah. In November is our first time over there. Uh, over Internationally, there. yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about the, 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 inter, the in, interstate tours. 
for a blaze um, and how that all kind of got off the ground and any, yeah, any stories from the road. What was our first one was Adelaide, right? Yeah. Um, and that was our first breakdown as well, wasn't it? First trip yeah, to Adelaide. Yeah, it was our, f- our first interstate trip. Yeah. We had a we broke the, yeah. well, the car broke down in my shitty wagon that's currently parked out the front. Yes, um, we were driving along and there was something wrong. We knew there was something wrong because all the gauges were a bit low, except for the heat gauge was a bit Dino high. Dino had brought a spare <laughs> yeah. timing, but not timing fan, belt, uh, fan, fan belt. belt. Um, who, who who brought a spare fan belt? He did. You yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, entire set of tools, oil, water. I knew something was going to go wrong. Right, so <laughs> you were prepared. Well, I mean... Could have have been more prepared. (laughs) We're driving along, all right, and then all of a sudden, all the gauges, uh, everything, so voltage drops off, water pressure, oil pressure, all drop off, heat starts coming up, and we're like, fuck, pull over. Um, So we stop, I'm like... It's weird that everything went. That'd have to be the fan belt. All right, jump out. got so excited. Grab the fan fan belt, belt. all right? (laughs) Rip it open, all right? Pull the other fan belt off, and as that happens, one of the tensioner pulleys comes off with it, and we're like, ah! Oh, I, I think it, it had broken as well, so it was no, in two pieces. So, like, no, no, it wasn't. The um, the bearing in the middle okay. was shot. All right. Oh, okay, right. So yeah. the friction caused by the bearing—I don't know if the oil leaked out or what—but the friction caused by the bearing just melted the um the inner part. Okay. So the yeah. actual outer part fell off, and we're like. Yeah. Oh crap! Okay. So, so he was all. We were almost prepared enough yeah. to deal with the situation. Yeah. So, what did you do? Um, we, we ate a bassist. Yeah, <laughs> you ate him on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have helped fix the car, though, boys. No, it, it, we, we, we were there a while. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> After we were well fed and had some time to think, um, yeah. Yeah. we oh, yeah. called a tow truck driver. Okay, right. yeah, RACV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you need to drop us off in Bordertown. All right. And he's like, why? I'm like, because there's a Ford dealership in Bordertown. Okay. Um, so we got dropped off in Bordertown. Uh, actually, the, the tow truck story is great, right? So we're on the road between Nil and Caniva. All right. And there is nothing there. There is paddocks either yeah. side. All right. Yeah. Nil on one side, Nil in the middle. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. There's nothing. <laughs> nothing there. Uh, so I've, I've called up the tow truck driver. I'm like, hey, we're between Nil and Caniva. You need to come get me. And he's like, where exactly are you? I'm like, I don't know. We're from Melbourne. He's like, well, I need to know exactly where you are. So, um, you know, I can come pick you up. And I was like, dude, there's one road between Nil and Caniva. Just drive along. He's like, no, I need. I think it might have been to do with... There were some the, restrictions the to- yeah, on his zoning. Tow truck zoning. restrictions, actually. Tow yeah. trucks ah. apparently are very, very... Uh I don't know what the word is like. I strict, yeah, yeah. May- maybe strict, but like they, they, they definitely they, they fight over turf just about. Yeah. Like, oh right. Yeah. So like if they're stepping so, on each other's toes, okay. sort of thing. It's like they'll actually get very um, shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very shot. Very dead. <laughs> uh, anyway, territorial. They're territorial. Yeah, <laughs> um, we, we'd been standing out in the road for about um, oh probably three or four hours yeah. at this point, oh, and shit. he's like, "What can you see to your left?" All right. I'm like, "There's a field." He's like. What do you see to your right? I'm like, there's another field. All right. And he was like, what about up the road? And this is when I was lost. I'm like, there's another fucking field. Like, <laughs> what were you expecting? He's like, can you see a tandy section? I'm like, no. If I look to my left, a field. My right, a field. And straight up down, down there's a fucking road now coming. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, there's only and, one road between yeah. these two places. There's no way that, like, he, he could have missed this. Anyway, uh, Dan, this guy he's, local? He's, what, he what said he'd driven to, like, like mm. well, most of the way there and back and didn't find us. So, yeah. only, like, we didn't see a tow truck come past. No. So, I don't know what he was talking about. You hear but, Dan in the background. He's like, if you see five fuckwits standing next to a red piece of shit, it's probably us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, there's, there's a couple of good photos and, and good stories and, and times from the side. 
side yeah. of a highway where we've broken down with either that or a trailer or who knows what. Yeah. So but did he eventually find you? He did. He find did. Us. He, he did. did. He dropped okay. us in. And did he say, "So I was going up the wrong road," or why did he not find you Enough. initially? He didn't really have a good excuse. Yeah. I don't remember him having I, one. It was dark by yeah. that. He was point. full of shit. He never fucking <laughs> left. It, it was dark. The basis of like, regenerated, but we didn't have time to cook him, so we were, we were all pretty hungry. Um, <laughs> There's a couple of good photos. There's a yeah. photo of, of me with like we'd found like some leftover, probably like a, a roux or a or a sheep or something. Sure. On the side of the road, and we were just <laughs> mocking around as a photo of me holding like a, a bone and like looking like I'm picking my teeth. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's like we and like there's a like it's obviously what do you do in three hours? Oh, you do some social media work. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. There's a photo on Facebook somewhere of like of me like squatting over a pile of bones with like picking my teeth. We just ate yeah. the bases. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fantastic. But yeah, so we were all pretty dumb by that point. So when you rocked up, we just jumped in the car and said, "Here's where you're taking us. We've got it booked." Yes. You know, we got. There. Uh, there, luckily enough, there was still a little pub open, which was great because it was like ten bucks for all you can eat at the end of the night. So we just got in and we. Yeah. So we, this we was you didn't town. miss a gig or anything? No, nah, no, this no, is no, the this way, on the way back. back. Yeah. On the way back. Oh, this so, is on the yeah. way back home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah right. then in yeah. the morning, we, me and Ben actually wandered over, got the part, um, fixed it to the car, woke the other guys up, and left. <laughs> so, <laughs> got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, right. But, yeah. There you go. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Couple of, couple of the breakdowns, similar fashions, yeah. I suppose, in between Adelaide and Sydney as well. Yeah, my favourite. Same part, sort of thing, though. Favourite part of the, it was between Melbourne and Sydney, right? So we'd done uh, three tours. We'd done Albury. We'd done two Sydney gigs, right? Yes. And I flew up to Queensland and met my family the next day. I jump off the plane, all right, in this beautiful twenty-five degree weather. Look at them sitting out on the side of the road. I'm like, oh, am I glad I flew here? Oh, they <laughs> were still trying to get all the gear back home while yeah. you were going. Yeah. On holidays, because they had a, a tr- uh, oh, what happened? Fuck. The water pump broke on the train uh, on the train. The the, the car, the van, yeah, the Tarago and the van is what yeah. I was going for. Yeah. Uh, on the van, okay, yeah. So they go and get that fixed, and as they're driving off, the trailer breaks at the the bar joint, <laughs> oh, <laughs> opposite oh, way around. So we'd hired no. a trailer because we needed to bring a cab for one of the gigs because one of the like we couldn't get a um, couldn't borrow uh, the cab or anything. We couldn't borrow a cab from someone up there. So we had to bring one cab. So if, in order to fit that and everyone, we had to hire a trailer. Mm. And we ended up hiring a furniture trailer because it was the cheapest thing that we could find that seemed to suit the purpose and we could lock it. It sure, wasn't yeah. just open on top. No, it's also like um, nine feet tall, which is really good. You could just walk everything in there. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it proved to be difficult because it fucking broke. Yeah, it, it, like it literally at, at the the A frame sort of thing at the front, it literally snapped on both sides oh, as we were driving along a freeway, and just and then we basically ground to a halt over the, like about fifty or hundred meters. So did you just leave the trailer there, or what? Well, no, 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 we stopped. It had and stuff in it. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking, so, how are you going to get do this? Yeah, so we we stopped and called up RACV and said, oh, we'll have to send out two two tow trucks to get you and the, the trailer gear, yeah. so they came down picked the trailer up first and oh well because no the car was still working at the time of course so they <laughs> at came the they, at the time <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so um that being said like if you think about a you know a two liter like car that like two liter engine car or van that has four reasonable sized dudes in it all the gear for us to play and our like and our luggage and stuff like that. Yes. The only thing we were missing was dining, um, <laughs> and so 
it was it was under pretty heavy load as is. Like this yeah, these, right. this trailer is a square front. I mean, it's it's a fair bit of drag on it. It was a bit to ask for the portal yeah, trailer, yeah, and it just yeah. gave him. But yeah, so the the trailer broke. So they came like tow truck came, picked up the trailer, no yep. problems. Said we're going to drive it to here, and they're going to they're going to take it someplace and it's get fixed. And this is all going to be at the cost of the the people that hired us the trailer because obviously the trailer should have held together. Yes. Um, but then, even though it wasn't in the T's and C's, we watch we watch the 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 trailer disappear down the road, and then we start driving, and about two k's down the road, the car starts to overheat. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, and so we're sitting there on the side of the road again with uh, a car that, like in this case, the water pump had um, had gone. Guys, can't catch a so break, man. We, we called up uh, RACV again, and then yeah. they sent out a tow truck driver. The same tow truck driver. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, you boys are fucked. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite funny. I mean, we yeah, all... We, well, you, the only, yeah, all we do, yeah. So we all knew, you know, we're not going to be home for, for, for work on... Well, this was a... We were driving back on a Monday because we played Frankie's on a Sunday. Um, Frankie's on a Sunday? Yeah, well, uh, Thursdays oh. and Sundays are the big nights at Frankie's. Yeah. Oh, they go well. Uh, Sunday yeah. night and Frankie's. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think they, they don't put... Well, they don't normally put bands on Saturday nights or they didn't up until recently or for other, otherwise big gigs because I so. used to do, I think from memory we used to do Friday nights okay but yeah, right. they might have changed it because yeah. I think maybe we did do Thursdays because we'd start at Frankie's on a Thursday yeah. and then finish well it works out really well for a lot of those interstate tours because you can make them three day tours rather than having exactly. to make them two days because you get yeah. either a Thursday or a Sunday at Frankie's and then you can fill out the Friday Saturday night at somewhere like Canberra somewhere or, else. or yeah. Newcastle or, that makes sense. or Albury or wherever it happens to be but yeah so you either get way, everything back and yeah oh, we man. get back to, to Goulburn go shoot some pool and have some beer um and like you know kick around because we've dropped the, the car off at the mechanic the trailers at some metal fabricator getting welded back together and we go and pick up in the morning and head home so that was it man <laughs> it was all that's all she wrote yeah. <laughs> and I think that was that was the last um, breakdown we've had yeah. we've, we've had I think three major ones which was that one like the Adelaide one which happened again with the the van at another point yep um, when did that happen we broke down again with the van at some point, I can't remember where. We faked it on the way back from Adelaide once. We yeah. also did that because, yeah, yeah everyone, everyone believed us. Everyone yeah. believed us because they're like, "Well, these guys, these are this is the band that breaks down." So we might as well just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we d- we done it three times, and everyone's yeah. like, "It's gonna happen." So we we sold it, and people believed us. Yeah. Like, and even even though we were so blatantly obvious in the in the like the it's April, it, like you know, you think April everyone's Fool's joke by the way on, yeah, on first no, of yeah. April, you'd think everyone's on it. Like, I mean, no. typically you'd think they're on it. But maybe yeah. it just seems to go straight over people's yeah. heads. That's it. That's it. Google smell was a thing. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like they posted, it's like we've developed technology. Google smell. Put your uh, nose to your phone and give it a sniff. And apparently they were copping so much rage <laughs> because it worked far too well. Who's they? Google. Google, Google actually yeah. had did an April Fool's thing where they like said that like, oh, Google, this like the advertising. No, this is no, 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 no. no. no we, oh, we were, we're, we're not on that the same good. day though. On yeah. the April yeah. Fool's day. Yeah. April Fool's, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. I think we've done one other April Fool's thing where I did a mock up of the EP artwork with a new title. Um, um, I think it was like yeah. uh, from the ashes or something like something corny like that, like a, a blazeish or fire themed. Sure. Mm. And. I and we said on on April April first we we released and said oh hey 
um, someone's leaked the album, blah, 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 um, and, like, with a, with a photo of that. Yes. And everyone, like, yeah. lost their shit. Yeah. And, like, we were getting contacted from everyone and, like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, is it okay? Blah, blah, blah. And, like... Oh, the, the best part was it's fantastic that people actually like we yeah. actually managed to fool people with it but mm. it's just it, it's unbelievable how gullible people can be yeah. Yeah. in the, that the regard the best part of this was so we did the recording for just a taste before everything else because the plan okay. was to release it earlier um, which well, we did we released it while we were still recording the album to build some hype um, so we recorded just a taste first had a two week break when To Kill and Mockingbird were in the studio and then we recorded after that, right? Mm. Now, that two-week break is where April Fool's was. And Josie from To Kill a Mockingbird was kind of going through her Facebook um, in the oh, studio with right, Ricky yeah. Ray and um, from, from White Hill. <laughs> and he's, um, she's scrolling through and it's like, oh, shit, someone leaked the Ablaze album. He's like, no, they haven't. They haven't finished recording it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't so, miss a beat. He did not miss a beat. He can't leak it if there's fucking yeah, no album. Rick, Rick, Ricky, Ricky was on it. Good old Ricky Ray. I think for a second there, he was like, wait, what? And he's like, no, 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 no. We, have, we, have, we, we haven't finished it yet. They can't have leaked it. Le- leaked I've got it pre-mixes. here. Doesn't they, make don't, they, don't, they don't even have mixes of it yet. <laughs> I have everything. It's going to be a boring album. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the drum tracks. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh! Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So you, you toured Australia um, with your, your your previous releases, and now um, with the new record, you're going over to Europe. Yes, for yes. the first time. Yes, first time ever. How Very long are you going to be over there for in November? Um, we- me, Dan, and Dave are just going for a month, and the other two are sticking on for a bit longer just to do a bit of a holiday. But um, yeah, mm. I think it's. I think we're there for pretty much roughly thirty days, or just yeah. just over a month. We're there um, as a band. As a band, we're there. Um, the tour yeah. starts on the sixth of six. No, it is November, and finishes on the first of December. Okay, yeah. so I think that's like just over. It's like twenty five or twenty twenty eight days, like somewhere somewhere in that. Man, how 20, many 20 shows? In and that we've got time? nineteen shows. That's 19 fantastic. Shows. And yeah. we've got two shows at some bigger festivals, so Hard Rock Hell and Winter Storm. Yep. So Hard Rock Hell's in, I don't even know where. It was like Great Yarmouth or something. Out, okay. out, out Eastern kind of UK, yeah, east, east of Hell, London. Yeah. And then um, I think Winter Storm's in Scotland. Nice yeah. one. Yeah, a good portion of the tour is in the UK and, well, it's all in U- the UK and Spain. Ever, like the Sp- Spanian just absolutely like swallowed yeah. up a good portion of our dates. Yeah. And well, um, the reason is because apparently they just kept on coming back. Like yeah. Brad was telling us that, you know, he landed a couple of gigs there. He was looking around and apparently word got around and a bunch of other yeah. uh, people reached out to Brad and going, hey, we wanted to play. Do you yeah. have availability? And he's like, yeah, so I think we've done. got like, like somewhere between Played seven and, and ten shows or something like that in, in Spain. Spain. Of the of the nineteen shows, yeah. and then the rest of them in the UK. I yeah. think there was there's some other issues with the actual time. I think the plan was also to be playing in Belgium and France as well, because obviously you know, make it a little bit easier to get it's around. So close, yeah. Mm. Um, but because of the new Brexit deadline being about a week before we're going over, I think there's some real concerns from mainland Europe that people with visas in or, or people trying to get between mainland Europe and the UK are going to have humongous wait times and stuff like that at the Mm. borders. I think uh, Massive had big issues with it uh, recently where they were stuck at the border for close to, I think it was something like 17 hours or something like that where they were waiting to cross the border. Um, And Um, they they rocked up to their gig in France because they'd left the day before to get to France Mm. and got there 
um, at the time they were supposed to play and the crowd was still hanging around and helped oh. them load straight onto the stage. Like the crowd helped them load out of the van Fantastic. and onto the stage and they just they just went went from there. No line check, nothing, just went. Just started yeah. playing. So, yeah. Brilliant. Far out, man. Well, hopefully yeah. you don't have too many of those types of issues. When no, you fingers crossed. Over yeah, he, he, he was definitely yeah. like so. Brad, Brad actually from Massive is our tour manager. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's based yeah, over yeah, there now. He, and he's sorting he is out. Uh, wrecking crew touring. So, That's the one. Um, so he's he's doing a great job of getting Aussie and American and a few other uh, bands over there and and getting to, into the the EU market. Um, yeah. So he's he's been a huge hand in. Well, he's booked yeah. the entire like, He has entire made it remarkably so. easy as well. Yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, send me an EPK. We send him the EPK. And he comes back to us like, all right, here are your dates. Yeah. All right, now here's what you need to do. For, like, book your fi- flights. That's easy enough. Yeah. Um, I'll work yeah. on your visas. I'll work on everything else. It's been, yeah, it's he's just been endorsements, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So he's all, yeah. all across it. He's so. all over it. Man. And yeah. I mean, he's not charging a huge fee for it either, so which is great. I think he, he definitely wants to help out Aussie artists. I mean, he's. I think he was saying that like a lot of EU... EU bands and stuff like that. He's like, when they come through, he's like, yep, yeah, like, you know, run of the mill sort of stuff. But I think he really wants to help out some of the Aussie bands, especially like, we're good mates. We've been playing with Massive for five years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, oh, sweet. The boys are finally going to come back, over. Back, when, back yeah. when they basically had only just, like, cause, I mean, they pretty much started with Europe, I think, as, mass, as Massive, because, I mean, they'd done the whole. Yeah. They pretty much dropped was it, the like, album. Fast Track or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It got re released in. Yeah, well, he with, speaks uh, with about the label it over there, at yeah. length on the art of touring about yeah. how the, the whole goal for him for, for when he started a band was to be um, out of Australia. He, he had no interest in, mm. in really pursuing mm. it here because he, he knew in his heart that he belonged, you know, elsewhere and, and that mu- the music hub was, you know, in the UK. And oh, in it's Europe definitely. And definitely. It, it, even just by the like the, what we've seen from how easy it's been not really easy but i mean how well he can organize something for a band of our caliber which is not necessarily humongously big or anything like that like sure. we're almost relatively unknown in in europe at this stage yeah yeah but all we have is you know we're an australian band and we have some you know we have some decent songs get some tunes mm. man so like all they need to see is you know these guys you know they've got something to kind of to back it up with yeah like they're not just a you know another Aussie rock band. Sure. Um, they've got something to, to show and he pitched it to them and they, they love it and they can put together something that, you know, we wouldn't ever be able to do in Australia. You couldn't do a 19-date tour over like no, three weeks or no. four weeks and in Australia. And that's the thing, yeah. Australia is because we're so big. Um, if you want to do a show in the other town, it takes you so long and obviously I mean, you're breaking down yeah. all over the country. <laughs> yeah. You guys know how hard it is. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Oh, well, I wish you luck. I really hope you come back um, uh, and uh, feel like you've you know conquered the Europe and, and you've had a good time. Um, because yeah, obviously there's there's stories of you know Aussie bands going over there and, and having a lot of hard times over there. So I really hope you, you, that's not you guys um, that that you um, that you smash it um, completely down. Hey, listen, um, before we wind things up, is there a song of yours that you'd like to pl- for me to play before the podcast to showcase um, you know what's happening in your camp at the moment? Ooh. I reckon Dan would want us to play Long Way Home because it's the most recent single. Or will you want us to play Where's My Drink? Cause it's the which is going to be the single. next single. Yeah. Mm. Now, I'm pretty sure we played Long Way Home for when um, for Danny. Danny was here. So yeah. maybe we play Where's My Drink? Where's My yeah, Drink? I can live with Where's My Drink. Yeah, so that, I, I that'll bar fight because bar fight's always a good listen. It, that is Dinan's favourite song. It is my favourite song. 100% Dinan's favourite song. Hey. Um, but it, it, is, it, it does definitely showcase our. Uh, 
I suppose we don't like to think of ourselves as a serious band. We like to think of ourselves as being fun-loving, party-going, sort of like... We're rock and roll, but nothing... We're not like, you know, your cliche, like, serious sort of... We, just, we drink far too much to be a cliche yeah. rock <laughs> and We're and just roll. a bunch yeah. of idiots playing rock music, not yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> not, so that one kind of hard, shows yeah. that off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely yeah. playful. I mean, there's there's sound bites in there. There's a gunshot sound and a and, and yeah, and nice. like, and some, there's, gr- there's group funny... solos. There's yeah. um, there's definitely some comic nature yeah. to it. The entire... so what, what track was it? Sorry, that's Barfight Blues. But I think I think we're gonna have to go with Where's My Drink, aren't we? The oh. latest. Oh, I feel like we've just spoken up Barfight. <laughs> so we'll go Barfight Blues then. <laughs> we will have heard a bit of Barfight Blues <laughs> by Ablaze before this podcast. Uh, out of listeners. Fantastic. And so if guys and girls want to follow your career, um, tell us a bit about your socials. Where where can they find you? How's it spelled? Is it a Blaze Band? Is it just a Blaze? How do we find you, buddies? Um, so Facebook, well, just about everything's a Blaze Band. Um, our website, yep. ablazeband.com. Yep. Um, you can see a bunch of, uh, like... Um, yeah, yeah, we're across just there, about everything. Tours, I think the only yeah. thing we accidentally forget to do much of is Twitter. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, no. <laughs> Actually, that's just linked to our Instagram and our oh, Facebook. So sometimes don't tell them that. Don't send it's it's out supposed there. to be unique. No, you can, you can look it up. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, not a, that's not a secret. <laughs> no. Uh, no, yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, across all of it, it's it's a Blaze, blaze band. band. Yeah. Nice. However, I mean, for the most part, I think if you punch a Blaze in, you typically yeah, if, get if, something along us. If you just go to our website, you can find all the socials plus a link to. Spotify, yep. if you want to check us out on there. There you go. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. All the bits and cool. pieces. We even have a Snapchat. Which is <laughs> we do have a Snapchat, actually. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, so yeah. especially when we're, we're on tour and stuff like that, we, we kind of get Put the snaps out there. Yeah. 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 A lot um, of really yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. So, like, if you, if you want unique content that isn't across, you know, Facebook and stuff like that, that's where, mm. that's where you find some of the, the really dumb shit we do on tour that yeah, doesn't right. end up in a... Well, a lot of it will just still end up in a blooper reel somewhere. We've got yeah. some pretty funny blooper reels that we released with the, uh, um, like that twos up, uh, yeah, EP thing that we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, there's another kind of, uh, I suppose, mini series mm. that we're going to do soon that is more about like the album and recording that and the nice. songs in that. And there'll be, a, I'm sure there'll be a, like an hour long blooper reel considering yeah. it's been how long since we've done that and yeah. a lot more shows and tours and stuff like that since then. So yeah. nice. I, I yeah. feel like the blooper reel is going to need a blooper reel. That's the yeah, it does. List. Yeah, this yeah. It's a beer reel for the blooper reel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a we'll, we'll keep an ear and an eye out for that one, yeah. boys. Um, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on the Art of Touring podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yes. yeah it's we'll, been great fun. We'll see you on the road. Yes. Yeah. See you from Europe. See you later. <laughs> Ciao. Cheers, mate. And that's a wrap, Sizzlers, episode 73. Man, we're getting up there now. 73 episodes of the show. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode or any of the other episodes, really, then you can just give the podcast a share on social media. Why don't you, eh? Use the hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Use that hashtag Art of Touring Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow at Art of Touring Podcast. If you are a first time listener to the show, I hope you come on back each week. Keep listening. Or maybe go through the archives and have a see who I've uh, have interviewed before. I'm like, oh, I know that band. I know that bloke. I know that lady. I know that wrestler. I might give them a listen. 
please, I'd love to have you back every week. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with me, pretty easy to find. Just email me directly, artofturingpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you would like to come on the show. Maybe you're a touring muso, a performer, a wrestler. Please hit me up. Maybe you know someone who would be a good fit for the show. Please message me. Or um, you can DM me on uh, Instagram at Art of Turing Podcast. You can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka. You can download it on iTunes, Google, Cod. Cog, cog past. <laughs> oh, man. I'm losing it tonight, boys and girls. Uh, Google Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and uh, whatever you're listening on, just take that one second, one moment. Get your phone out. Give the freaking podcast a rating. Hit five stars. Hit four stars. I don't care. Just rate it. That'd be rad. A little review, you know. Um, Sis Dog lays it down every week. He gives you the truth about touring and about musicians and wrestlers and stuff. You should check his podcast out. That's probably too many characters. Maybe short and sweet. Check out the pod. It's great. There you go. Check out the pod. It's great. Use use that as your jumping off point there when you're writing the review for The Art of Touring. Now let's get into some plugs. On Saturday, October the 26th, the Passouts will be performing at the Matthew Flinders Hotel alongside Queensland rockers Red Star Born and local legends Torrential Through Thrill. <laughs> Torrential Thrill uh, and also Eat the Dame Orange as well will be there. You can grab your tickets on the door. Um, so, yeah, you should really come down for that night. It's going to be pretty rad. Passouts, Torrential Thrill, Red Star Born and Eat the Damn Orange. Uh, that's all from me this week. Uh, before I go, though, I do have a couple of shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the artwork for the show. You can follow him on Instagram, at Mr. Wall, spelled W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Ben and Matt from Ablaze. The lads are touring Europe in November, so head to ablazeband.com to check out all of their tour dates. And if you'd like to support them, they are launching a possible campaign to help them with their expenses to get them over to Europe. So if you, are, if you can spare some coin, I'm sure the boys would appreciate it that's all from me this week thanks again for listening tune in next time for another episode of the art of touring with a sis dog oh, wow, wow. Woo. and remember this week's podcast was brought to you by wayne stock come and see an old man fashioning a kayak out of a log of wood out of a log a log 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 log